The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show. I am your host, Linda Gross. If you're coming to us Wednesday, each and every Wednesday at 3 p.m., you are listening to us live. That would be 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And we're on uh, once a week, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. All right. um, We have a great show uh, on on, uh, tap for you today. Uh, We're going to talk about the history of the bad boy. And it's just kind of funny because I picked this topic uh, days ago and, of course, Charlie Sheen, one of the most famous bad boys there is, is all over the news. So we'll be talking a little bit about him today as well. If If you happen to have missed last week's show, we had a great show as well and we were talking about are your feet stuck in cement, meaning that you're just too shy to approach the girl or ask the girl out? <clears throat> we talked about first dates and everything that was involved with that. And that topic from last week was suggested by my listener, Tony. So we thank Tony for that. If you have a question, problem, a comment about the show or a show suggestion, I now have a new button on my website and you can request a topic. So my website is themensadvocate.com or you can also uh, post a topic on my Facebook website. That would be the same name as the show here, the the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, the Facebook fan page, and send me a private message or post it right on my wall and your suggestions, I will read them and who knows, you might get uh, your topic on air and also enter um, a special drawing that we're going to have uh, for the end of the year <clears throat> with regard to people who do that. Do that. So um, anyway, let's get right into it. Let me give you the call-in phone number because I'm sure you guys all have an opinion about this topic about bad boys. That call-in number is 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. So um, let's talk a little bit about Charlie Sheen. Uh, Would you kindly cue four, please? Have you knowingly, or even perhaps unknowingly, transmitted the HIV virus to someone else since your diagnosis? Impossible. Impossible. We're going to talk to your doctor with you in a second about that. Good. Have you had unprotected sex 
on any occasion since your diagnosis? Yes, but but the two people that that, that I did that with um, were under the care of my doctor, and and they were completely warned ahead of time. Have you, since the time of your diagnosis, told every one of your sexual partners before you had a sexual encounter that you were HIV positive? Yes, I have. No exception. No exception. All right, that was yesterday's interview from the Today Show with the interviewer Matt Lauer. Um, on with Charlie Sheen talking about revealing his diagnosis publicly with uh, his HIV infection. So he, without any hesitation, says, without exception, prior to each sexual encounter, he told his women of his health status. So, you know, <laughs> is this just a bald-faced lie or or what? I mean, does he actually, you know drink the medicine that, that he's, uh, you know, giving himself or something? I don't know. It's just really kind of crazy to me. I think one of the characteristics of a bad boy, um, a lot of times bad boys do lie, and but they make it seem so credible. Like they themselves believe whatever the lie is, and they deliver that lie with such confidence that the girl is swayed by whatever he's saying. So that's one of the characteristics. Um, you know, I don't know if it's a good thing. It's probably not a good thing, but it sure did get get him laid, uh, you know, several thousands of times. <clears throat> so if this allegation is true, um, if found guilty, it would be a felony, which would be pu- punishable by imprisonment in the state prison for a period of anywhere from three to eight years. Now, do I personally think that his intent was to infect? No, because I don't think his brain works that way. I just think he's a sex addict, that he just sort of like can't help himself. It's not that he wants to take out a gun and shoot you, meaning, you know, have intent to infect you. Excuse me. And in law, it's all about intent. So, um, you know, criminal intent as well. I don't think that's where he's coming from. He just has to have sex every day. I mean, he's just one of these kind of guys. So since the story uh, yesterday, um, the Matt Lauer interview yesterday, now apparently, you know, with all these people who have heard this story, 150 people are coming forward and the law enforcement agencies are collecting all their stories that they're just as shock as, you know, most, most of all of us are that no, they weren't informed that he has HIV for the last four years. I mean, don't be ridiculous. So we'll see what they do with that. <clears throat> you know, he, he often boasts of how he slept with 5,000 women and he was engaged in super high risk high-risk behavior, um, you know, calling on call girls and prostitutes. Of course, a decade ago, he was involved with the Heidi Fly scandal, and he was one of Heidi's top customers, probably in the top five or the top ten customers of all the call girls that she had. <clears throat> so, you know, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how this all ends up. It's a, a pretty crazy story. Um, I wish him the best with his health, but... You know, God, what kind of, I guess you have to not have a conscience to have unprotected sex for the last four years 
full-on knowing that you have HIV, um, supposedly his doctors say that it's under control, full-on knowing that you have this um, deadly disease and just do it anyway. Just, you know, disregard everything and do it and have sex anyway. So we'll see where it all ends up. And it turns out that of the people who are coming forward, it's not just women. Apparently, he's had sex with men. He's had sex with uh, uh, transsexuals. So it's going to be, you know, a a media field day with with all of this. So we'll see. Um, uh, Let's cue uh, number one, please. It was the perfect crime. No one saw it coming. No one heard a thing. This was our career bust, which is what, $100 million? This had to have been an inside job. <laughs> okay, that was a quote from Bad, the movie Bad Boys, the original Bad Boys with, uh, with uh, Will Smith. And, you know, these bad boys are able to commit the perfect crime. That's why it's so sexy. It's so alluring. Uh, one of Charlie Sheen's call girls, her name is Natalie Kenley, um, she, she said that she doesn't think that Charlie would knowingly put a female to risk. And she goes on to quote, he's not a monster. He has high regard for human beings and cares about people, end quote. You see how this works? I mean, he, he just makes it seem so genuine and so heartfelt that he's such a caring individual that there's no way that he could do something as, you know, as horrible um, and dubious as, as this type of behavior. Um, <clears throat> also in the news, Heidi Fleiss, and her quote uh, today was, if I, w- if I were with him right now, I would ask him to marry me. End quote, because I guess she wants to try to help him through his HIV, you know, status right now. Uh, Quote again, she says, I love the guy. We never had sex, but I wish we had. See? See how lovable he is? I mean, who can resist that? You know, after she got taken down, she got sent to prison, you know, all this kind of stuff. Guess what? She still loves him. (laughs) All right, then. Okay, so let's define what exactly is a bad boy. According to Merriam-Webster, it's a man who says or does things that shock other people, especially a young and successful man who does things in a way that is very different from the usual way. Huh, that's an interesting concept because... um, you know, doing things slightly differently in a different way, that's, that's kind of a good thing. It's an attractive thing because you will stand out. And as I was writing my, my men's book, Mastering Women, in addition to the academic research with that, I also interviewed 20,000 men to help write that book. So one of the phrases that I kept hearing over and over and over again, I must have heard this phrase 10,000 times, and that is the strong desire for men to be different, to stand out. And in fact, I heard that line so many times that it wasn't, it wasn't a different thought at all. It was extremely common. 
Um, I would say probably 95% of the guys, somehow, some way, during the thread of our conversation, they would bring that up on how they were not like other people. But the funny thing is, is they were exactly like other men by saying that statement. In fact, I can only remember probably on one hand the amount of men who said the opposite of that, who said, I'm just an average Joe. I'm just a regular guy. Like, no guy wanted to admit to him just a regular guy. Those were the ones who stood out in my, oh, I'm just a regular guy. Those were the ones who stood out in my brain. So it's kind of funny how this works. But anyway, that's how Merriam-Webster defines it. Let's cue two. They don't follow the rules. They make them. Aha, see, now this is an important one, too. This is another way that you can stand out is by not following the rules. Um, you know, sometimes this is how inventions are made. This is how creations are made when you're, when you're thinking outside the box. Um, that's all well and good in a creative endeavor, um, but there are some rules in place you know, for a reason, you know, traffic rules and laws that we have to abide by as citizens. So to break the rules in those instances is not a good thing. And I don't endorse that from a creative end. Of course, you know, of course, wouldn't it be so attractive to have the guy think thinking out of the box. So to that, I do endorse because to stand out, you're going to have to do things a little bit differently than most of your peers. Um, with regard to the Urban Dictionary, they define a bad boy as a naughty boy. He's independent. He's willful. He does what he wants when he wants it. He doesn't follow trends. They follow him. He often looks scruffy, and there's a sense of danger about him. For these reasons and more, he is irresistible to women. He's a heart, He's a um, heartbreaker with a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, that that's what it is. All right. Ooh, I'm sorry. We went a little over on our time. I'm getting a little carried away here. Anyway, let me give you the number real quick. 951-922-3532. 951-922-3532. When we get back from the break, we're going to talk more about um, how his independence and his willfulness, um, you know, helps a guy, and we're going to talk about the history of how did this bad boy image get started. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. 
Do you have a business or are you thinking about starting one? Do you have contracts, leases, and other documents that need legal review to ensure you are protected? If so, contact the law offices of Michael W. Brown for assistance. With over 20 years' experience advising clients on business matters, they provide practical legal advice to help you succeed. Their goal is to give the right answer for you, not just the legal answer. Initial consultations are always free. Visit mwb-law.net or call 949-636-8128. That's the law offices of Michael W. Brown, 949-636-8128. Hey, guys. Want to go from cocky and confused to confident in four sessions or less? Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Tackle relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's www.themensadvocate.com slash coaching. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. All right, welcome back, everybody. You're on the Men's Advocate Show. We're talking about bad boys today, and our poster child bad boy of the day is Charlie Sheen. So um, we're going to talk in just a moment about the history of the modern-day bad boy and where did this concept get started. Before I get into that, I know you've heard this recent commercial that that was at the break here on the Amazon link, and I think you've heard it. You kind of don't understand what it is or what to do. Very easy. Just do all your normal Amazon shopping that you normally would do with regard to regular purchases or perhaps you have holiday purchases because of Black Friday and the subsequent Monday and, you know, maybe you need some, um, you need, uh, you know, items around the house with regard to the holidays or maybe your barbecue or garden or electronics or whatever it is. So you go to my link. You have to start with my link and you can find that link on my Facebook fan page up at the top. It says shop now or you can find it on my website and it's down at the bottom of the front page and you click on the Amazon link. Just save that link to favorites. So every time you start with that link, 
There's no additional charge to you. There's no book purchase required. You just start with that link. How easy is that? And then when you make a purchase on Amazon, a few pennies um, of that purchase goes to benefit my website. So that's how you can also help the show, and that's what that commercial is about. So somebody wrote in with, like, I don't get how to use it. So that's, that's all there is. It's very easy to use. Okay, so we are talking about the bad boy, and I wanted to discuss on where this concept of the bad boy got started, um, which was in the mid-1990s, and it started with hip-hop music. And one of the premier bad boys of the day was Sean Combs. And here is his quote. He says that he remembers waking up one day, and he had six of the top 10 records. And as a producer, he had taken over the charts. Everyone wanted a piece of that bad boy sound. Um, He also said for seven years, he was the hip-hop artist with the most number ones in history. It was like he could not miss a shot. He also goes on to say, I've always had this thing, even to this day, that if you're going to do it, Do it big. Be disruptive and make releases exciting. No one ever had the gall to release two artists at one time. So I said, I'm going to shake up the game. I'm going to make MCA and Andre regret firing me. I wanted vengeance in a positive way, end quote. So like I say, some of this behavior is really admirable behavior. Um, You know, some of it... You know, you these people are fueled by negative occurrences and, and things that have happened in their life, and they have this I'll-show-you attitude. Um, I don't like the word vengeance because that implies that you're going to do something um, wrong, which I don't endorse, or you're going to do something illegal, which I don't endorse. But the part about, you know, taking it to the next level And showing that person that you are going to stand out. Maybe the person that fired you or the person that didn't endorse you or didn't believe in you or he was holding you down um, and not letting you climb that ladder because maybe they were jealous of you or envious of you. And you're just going to, you know, set the world on fire and make this happen for yourself and to do so, you're going to do it in a very exciting way. All those qualities are very attractive to women. So um, the positive parts of what I just said, those are all wonderful. Like, you know, go ahead and, and do that because we are, we as women, we are captivated by that behavior. The reason why we are is because in nature, in general, Mother Nature made you guys bigger, badder, stronger, faster for a reason. And that reason was to curb a threat. So if there was a threat to the village, maybe the, vil- maybe the threat might have been an animal, a predator. It might have been a certain weather condition like an avalanche or a hurricane or a tsunami or um, a tornado, you know, a natural occurrence like that. And they and the women are looking to the men to step up and take that risk to protect the women and children. So biologically, that's why we have that, that craving to make sure that the guy that we picked has some element of that. 
So that's why it's attractive to women. All right. So <clears throat> um, how can you stand out with what you're doing today uh, with regard to your hobby, your passion, um, your profession? There are a number of ways that you can stand out. And basically what I would say is find something that you're really good at. Find something that you are naturally inclined to do and just springboard off of that. Go ahead and practice that, you know, every day, uh, maybe an hour a day or whatever it is till you get really, really good at it. And the more you stay with something, the more that's in your head, you know, it's sort of like your field of attraction gravitates to give you more of that. So that's where I would start. All right, so right after the break, we're going to talk about um, the nice guy and why do women go after a bad boy in the first place. So stay with us. We'll see you back right after the break. Hi guys, you've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, real truth about women that'll change your life forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Hi, everyone. Today we are talking about the bad boy. We're talking about the history, the origins, samples of current bad boys and what they mean to women today. We're going to get into, uh, in just a moment, why do women crave a bad boy? Why are they going after a bad boy in the first place? Let's Q3. What do you mean? 
All right. I'm sure all of us have uh, heard, you know, the the mothers and the grandmothers saying, you know, why don't Jennifer, why don't you go after a nice boy, a nice guy? And I'm sure this topic is very confusing to a lot of guys as to, you know, they, the women say one thing, they say they want a nice guy, but then they turn around and they go after the bad boy. So why is that? Why aren't women talking straight? Why aren't they getting their needs met with the nice guy? And let's get into that. So what are some of the motivators for women to have a one-time or a recurring want for a bad boy in their life? Let's talk about, um, are they just trying to like find the unattainable? Um, is it is it because of the challenge of making him fall in love with her? Is it the challenge of capturing him? Um, you know, I as I write in my book, there's a, a chapter called Pick Me, Pick Me. And I think, biologically speaking, that women have this gene that they want to be picked. So let's say uh, in the village there are 50 women, and the guys way back when, 10,000 years ago, they were nomads, they were roaming. The reason why they were roaming was because they were in the search of food. So they would, you know, get their latest conquest with regard to the, the food, and they would go to the next village. There might be 50 wi- women in the camp and the guy is, the guys are eyeing the women from afar maybe they're sitting on the hill and the women are exuding this pressure called pick me so they want the guy to come off the hill get away from his boys and pick her as to as to you know who he's going to have relationships with she wants to be the, the chosen one so some of it does have to do with that challenge that in modern day life, you know, men are bombarded everywhere, you know, at the, at the restaurant, the coffee shop, getting gasoline, uh, you know, in the media. There are women everywhere to entice men to indeed pick me, pick me, which meaning, which means picking the, the woman. So I think part of that is in, all women's genes <laughs> to wear uh, G uh, E N E that you know they want to be they want to be held out they want to be you know top dog so to speak and they want you to pick them so part of it does have to do with the challenge now why do so many women go after emotionally unavailable men all right so now this is like you know an important part two. I think it's because the women, and usually they're like 20-something women, because of their relationship or lack of relationship, I should say, with their fathers, they're always trying to gain favor, the favor and attention and love with their father that they never really did quite capture. So they bring that into their 20s, and now they're trying to do it with you, with the bad boy. So the bad boy represents the the insensitivity and the lack of attention the same way that her father did. 
Um, so maybe her father was absent and he just, you know, disregarded her. Or maybe he was in the house, but perhaps he was on drugs or alcohol. So he was physically checked out. Some way or another, the father was checked out and disconnected from the daughter. So she's, whatever she couldn't solve in the 18 years of being the child, she now takes into her 20s and that behavior is going to continue until she finally solves it once and for all. That she finally gets the love and the admiration and respect that she had been craving for all along with her father. Does that make sense? Okay, good. So the reason why they do that is because out of habit, it's something that is familiar. And as human creatures, we like to do things that are familiar. And that's, you know, she might you know, intellectually, no, this doesn't make any sense. But, you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. The heart wants her to resolve her issues with her dad. And tag, you're it. She's going to try to do that with you. So you, the bad boy. So that's why she's doing that. All right. So there was a um, University of Michigan School of Public Health study. And they looked at the top four reasons as to why women seek out bad boys. And here's what they came up with. Um, number one was the look. That's what topped the list. So what they were, what they were given is the female subjects were to view a series of male headshots that had been digitally altered to exaggerate, um, or minimize masculine traits. They were asked how they thought these men would behave. So a couple of uh, define, uh, defining issues were if um, square jaws were square jaws and well-defined brow ridges defined that the guy had masculine facial features. And, and it was also deemed that this person would be good for mating short term, meaning a bad boy. Now, the rounder face and fuller lips, which mirror more the feminine features, were deemed good for long-term relationships, meaning a long relationship leading to marriage. So overwhelmingly, the participants said that those uh, men that had more masculine features were likely to be risky, competitive, more apt to fight, challenge bosses, cheat on spouses, and put less effort into parenting. Those with the more feminine qualities were seen as good parents and husbands, hard workers, and emotionally supportive mates. So how you look has a lot to do with how the woman is going to view you. The second thing that the uh, survey, university survey, uh, brought forward was the challenge. They found out that after a real, after a woman realized that she could not change the bad boy, she still stayed around because how much she learned from him. So women who were perfectionists were high in this in this category. And I think a lot of women that stay with Charlie Sheen over the years, there is something unique about him. There is something that they are getting from him aside from sex. Um, and it might be leading to self-realization. And it's sort of like a drug that the girls can't get away from. And that's why they stay. All right, number three from the university study was the thrill. 
Um, the thought of doing something that's against the norm, something against what the girls' uh, parents' wishes are, also were cited as motivating factors. So the girls deemed being nice came across as wimpy, meaning the mom says, you know, find a nice boy. So she, th- she equated, the girl equated being nice with being wimpy. Another reason for this behavior is so the, the young woman can separate herself from the parents. So you have to eventually find your own identity as a woman. So that was a motivating factor for a lot of women. And lastly, the survey showed self-esteem. The lower the girl's self-esteem was, the more likely she, it is that she would fall or chase the bad boy. Isn't that interesting? Again, it relates to how she interacted with her dad. So the best source of giving a young girl self-esteem is actually the dad, the father figure, not the mother. So, and especially as teenagers, the teenage girl wants to um, separate and distance herself from mom. Like, like I was saying, that she wants to create her own identity. Whereas the dad sort of um, gives you the blueprint of what, it, what men, what the likelihood of men are to come. You know, he'll give you this, the real deal of what men are up to, what men want, how to choose a bad guy, how to choose a good guy. And he's just going to give it to you straight. So it's a great blueprint to follow what dad says when dad is talking about men because he, he himself was once a young man and he knows what men are up to. <clears throat> so much of the behavior with the self-esteem is, uh, the survey showed, was primal, meaning that our behavior is biologically driven. And I thoroughly agree with that statement. So the question, the primal question that women ask themselves, even though they might not voice it to you, is, can this man take care of me and put food on the table? All right, so it's 2015, and 70% of women are working today, and it's not a question of will they put food on the table. It's a question of can they put food on the table, meaning that if she is sent to bed rest or has to stay home with a sick newborn for six months, um, is this man able to put food on the table. So that's a quality that they're looking for. So if the guy is too wimpy in general, she might not get the answer to that question. If the guy is a nice guy, she might not know for certain the answer to that question. Whereas somebody who is a bad boy already has this quality that he will risk, um, you know, life and limb to make certain things happen. So she likes that quality because when it gets down to it, if she's sick or the kid is sick or, you know, she's on bed rest because of a pregnancy or what have you, she knows that that bad boy has the ability to deliver. Now, he might not deliver, but at least he has the ability to to get the job done. So that's a quality that women absolutely are biologically programmed to uh, seek out. So are there any exceptions to the rule where women don't choose a bad boy? Yes, we're going to talk about that right after the break.
guys. Want to go from cocky and confused to confident in four sessions or less? Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Tackle relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's www.themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Law Offices of Michael W. Brown gives the right answer for you, not just the legal answer. Initial consultations are always free. Save this number now, 949-636-8128. That's the Law Offices of Michael W. Brown, 949-636-8128. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about the bad boy today. Um, by the way, before I get back into that topic, this show is made possible by listeners just like you. There's lots of ways that you can participate and help out our show. Um, you can donate, share, tweet, subscribe to t- the TuneIn app, call in, hit the like page of our Facebook fan page, and use my Amazon Shop Now button. Alrighty. So we were talking about um, what are the exceptions to the rule where women don't choose a bad boy. So the two exceptions are, yes, they did have strong fathers. Um, The second exception is they did something with their lives that created self-esteem. So it could be something like she passed the bar exam or maybe she became uh, top 10 in the Ironman competition, or maybe there was a personal challenge that she got past. Maybe she had fear of flying, and finally she went to a psychologist, and they detrained her from that fear, and now she has no problem flying. So certain things that add to a to a woman's self-esteem will break her of the habit of being gravitated to the bad boy. <clears throat> so, um, excuse me, it says, uh, okay, we're, we're going to talk about why do women crave a bad boy? Sometimes they're hot, good-looking, scruffy. Sometimes they are cocky, arrogant, inconsiderate, inattentive, and almost unfeeling, yet women flock to them, and why is that? The number one reason to why that is, this is certain, The bad boys have a reputation. Now, granted, it might not be a good reputation, but they have a reputation. They are known for something, okay? Um, Meaning the opposite of that, which some nice guys 
fall into this category. The opposite is that you're not blah and you're fading into the wallpaper. They don't want that. They, the women want distinction, that what do you have that other people don't have? That will make women crave you. So um, <clears throat> that that's why, why that is. Um, <clears throat> here at the Men's Advocate Show, I teach good guy. I do not teach nice guy. I don't believe nice guy works. Um, I do not teach a-hole, and I do not teach bad boy, because um, bad boy sort of implies that you're doing something wrong, and I don't teach you're doing something wrong, like breaking the law or having vengeance or breaking social norms just for shock value. Um, sometimes I do refer to the good guy as an authentic man because I think it's my theory that <clears throat> all guys are inherently a, a real guy, a good guy. Um, and that's what I teach. And we get away from that good guy image because of life's experiences and what happens to us, to us, which I'll talk about in just a second. So if are women ever going to go with a nice guy to that, I say no. So I say she will not do that unless she is settling. But then there's a big fear that if she's settling, she's likely to cheat on you. So, you know, with these 20,000 guys that I interviewed, there were some women who did go with the nice guy, did marry the nice guy. Um, you know, it just doesn't work because, you know, some of the, the qualities that we talked about earlier, the challenge, the thrill, the self-esteem issue and, and the look issue, it's not really so much the look, but I would say more of a presence. It's more of your confidence level. If some of those attributes are not there, you know, do you really want to be with a woman who is going to cheat on you? So you're putting yourself at high risk. Now, should you never be a nice guy? Okay, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying withhold your nice guy card for 90 days. Don't show her all the great things, uh, uh, all the great um, aspects of your personality right out of the gate. There's got to be reciprocity. You've got to see that she's meeting you halfway before you start pulling out your nice guy card. Does that make sense? So she needs to know that that confidence card is there day one. So you're not allowed to bring that nice guy card until you know that she's absolutely sure that you've got the confidence card. And that's what this is about. <clears throat> I just recently read a quote from Taraji P. Henson. She's the actress. Uh, she she was up for an Emmy Award um, for, for the new show Empire. And she had one of the best quotes I've ever heard. And this is exactly how it is for women. A lot of women are not this self-actualized to come from this place. But this is a good uh, quote. And I agree with this quote. It's not necessarily the bad boy tendency that we like. It's not the, the muscles or the tats or the motorcycle or the, you know, the, the scruffy hair or, you know, the disregard for whatever. It's not necessarily that. It's more that you have confidence and it's more that you have what's called, what I call, pushback factor. 
fact, I write about this. Um, it's a chapter in, in my book, Mastering Women. You can get this uh, either from my website or from Amazon. It's on ebook. It's also um, in paperback. So let me read you her quote. She says, I'm not a 20-something. I'm not trying to find myself. I know exactly who I am. I know exactly what I want, and I don't want a fan. I want a man who understands me, who challenges me, who calls me on my business, and instead of letting me get away with it because I'm supposed to be a star, I want a best friend. Okay, so this is exactly right. So read that chapter where it's called Pushback Factor. Now, you don't want to use the pushback factor on every single occurrence because then you're just going to be deemed an a-hole. But on certain select issues that are very important to you, issues that affect your values and your morals, I only want you to use this characteristic like 5% of the time you have to put your woman in her place. If you're always running gaga over her, you know, she gets bored with that and the thrill is gone. It's like, you know, it's, again, you get, you're going to get put into the nice guy category. So that's why that nice guy behavior doesn't work. So don't use it all the time because you're going to, you know, that's the other extreme too. But use it selectively on very important issues and you're going to get a lot of mileage out of it. All right. <clears throat> Let's talk about how did the bad boys get this way? Well, that's an interesting one. I, it is my belief, and after interviewing these 20,000 guys, that bad boys are created. They are not born. They are created. As I say, inherently, day one, Guys all wake up and inherently they're already a real man. They're already a good guy. So how do we get from that to a bad boy? Usually, based on my experience with all these um, tens of thousands of interviews, usually someone in high school broke his heart. They cheated on him. And not only that, they cheated on him in a very horrible way, meaning that it was with his best friend or meaning he came in and he, he like found them, you know, the, the couple in his bed. I mean, something that was really like horrible and egregious. And basically, the man decided to close down his heart because he was hurt so badly that he never wanted to feel those feelings again. He never wanted to let a woman be so close to him that he would feel this horrible pain again. I think somehow that women are able to endure pain a lot easier. It's probably because of our childbearing capability that eventually we get over things or we make peace with things or because we are women in general are so verbal that we talk it out with our mom, our hairdresser, our therapist, our best friend, whatever it is. Eventually we get over it. Guys don't really come from an emotional place. So when they do open up that emotional spigot and they get stomped on, they get their heart stomped on, it's very hard for a guy to recover from that. So it's been my experience that the bad boy was uh, born and created. I mean, I'm sorry, he was created and not born that way. Okay. So let's get to the million-dollar question here. For those of you who are in this category and have been cheated on, 
how does a guy heal from that? And so um, with these interviews, I had man after man after man tell me the same thing about, you know, what a rotten person this woman was and how she, like, really stomped on his heart. And they're always constantly talking about how the woman did them wrong. And I'm not... I'm not setting that aside. What she did was very wrong. And in fact, she might have gone out of her way to like hurt the guy. So I'm not discounting any of that. But the way that you heal from that is to not focus on her. Because you really have no control over her now and you had no control over her then. Okay, so the, mil- the million dollar question is turn it inward. And the question is, what was your part in her cheating? That's what you have to look at, and that's where all your answers lie. I mean, were you snoozing on the job and, and disregarding or, or disrespecting her or doing something that pushed her away? Unlike, unlike men, men have sex because they like variety and also because they have a biological drive because of testosterone, they have to have a release, whether it's through masturbation or, or sex with, with her, um, they have to have a release. Women don't come from that place. Women cheat because they're pissed at you. So when you turn this question inward, what was your part in her cheating? That's when you'll find the answer and the, the healing will ensue after that. All right. I hope you enjoyed our show today. Um, we had I had great fun talking to you about bad boys. If you have questions about this and others, please write me. We'll see you next Wednesday, uh, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, the Men's Advocate Show. Thank you.